Hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the Word. Times of devotion with the Lord. We're still praying. I would just like to read the scripture to us. First Peter, uh, First Timothy 2, from verse 1 to 4. It says, I exhort therefore the first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. Right now, we're going to be praying. Praying the prayers, the supplication, and intercessions for the nations of the world. We're going to be praying specifically for, you know, the different institutions. The different institutions. We're going to be praying for the economy, you know, people that have things to do with other, you know, intertwined for the benefit of the nation. For example, we have the electricity companies, we have the water companies, we have the maybe petroleum companies, we have companies that deal in um, consumer goods, all those companies, you know, at this time, they are making laws, 
laws, you know, to either support the COVID-19 or against the COVID-19, you know, companies, even individual companies, personal um, um, companies making laws, you know, insisting that some people are taking the vaccine or not, we're going to be praying and interceding that all those organizations, their leaderships, their, um, their authorities, they are all going to fall in line. They're going to fall in line with what we desire as Christians, as the church concerning our nations. So they're all going to work for the benefit of the nations. Those ones that are not growing, they're going to start growing and they're going to start functioning in line with what we want. Hallelujah. So I'd like us to go ahead right now, unmute your mics. We're going to be declaring, praying right now, interceding that their leadership are falling in line with what we desire. And what we desire is that they comply with the truth of the gospel. No laws, no, no, no policies that are supporting the Antichrist draconian rules. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and pray right now. My Thank <laughs> you. 
Let's 
Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray, O oh God, for all the companies and organizations that functions within the economic system of our nations. That these companies, these organizations, they begin to comply. We get to comply. Comply with the truth of the gospel. Comply, hallelujah. As what we want from as Christians. That those companies, those organizations functioning within the economy of our nations, hallelujah. Will not come up with any wicked and evil policy, oh God, that's supposed to drop on your rules. And for anyone that they've come up with, oh God. We cut it off. We cut it off. We render them useless. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we render such policies useless. In the name of the Lord Jesus, whatever policies that support of taking the vaccine, otherwise people are kicked out of their job. Right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we render such laws useless. In the name of the Lord Jesus, in whatever sector they operate, in our medical sector, in our aviation, in our security, in a bridge companies, whatever part of our economies that they function. 
such laws we render them useless <coughs> in the name of our Lord Jesus. We render such laws useless in the name of our Lord Jesus. Lagrodo Sakatayaramando Riba Katonjikika Kabaroska Nika Kakabayam. Yes, hallelujah. And if they try to enact anyone, we render them dead on arrival in the name of our Lord Jesus. We render them dead on arrival. Lika no Satakabaya. No, Malakashunda Kabaya. This one's Malakashita Kabaya. We not take advantage of the people. Maliko Satakabaya. Or treating them to submit to wicked and evil laws in the name of Lord Jesus. Liga Shonda Kabarana Basota. Riba Kosatakabaya. They will not threaten them with their livelihood. Libra no Satakabaya. Not why we still remain here. Masika Kakabone Ligana Basota. Not why we still remain here. As long as we are still here on the earth. Those things that are planned, oh God, is rendered them useless, null and void, hallelujah, of non-effect, hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Legidon de Legid Jenaman de Plicates and Natalicon de Sikita, Legrodon Jikitanta Calecronos, Tocobalidesto, and Supelicatela Macora Rabashita. Oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God forevermore. Rande Gina Mata Cabalabaya, Legido Sefila Grond de Shafanana Desta, Mongra da Gastis Cabela Grond de Cobashata Cabaya. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Praise God forevermore. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory to God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world you are connected Right now, to inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion, you are welcome. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in prayers for our nations. Thank you so much. Well, right now, we are going into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Over to you, ma'am. Thank you so much. Do have a lovely weekend, everyone. I want to spend my life mending broken people. I want to spend my whole life removing pain. Let my words Heal the heart that hurts. I want to spend my whole life mending broken people. I want to spend my life Mending broken people, I want to spend my whole life removing pain. 
In the message, how to have a great day, a man of God said, do something every day that puts a smile on somebody's face. You know, you begin to enjoy your life when you begin to live for something other than yourself. The Bible says, comfort ye one another with the same comfort wherein ye have been comforted. You can never be depressed putting a smile on somebody else's face. You can never be frustrated while sharing love with someone else. I often will say that there is no purpose outside of people. You know, people would ask questions when I take classes on purpose in the leadership series and how that leadership begins with you and it starts with you finding your purpose. And then, you know, people would often ask, how do I find my purpose? Or how do I know that I have found my purpose? Of course, there are several steps, you know, that I often recommend to finding your purpose so that you are sure. But I often say that there is no purpose outside of people. It says, servant cannot be greater than his master. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave. God so loved the world that he gave. What world did he love? The world of men. What did he give? He gave his most precious gift. He said, Jesus came that we may have life and have it abundantly to the full. Why did he come? For whom did he come? Who was he talking to that would have life? He was talking about people. God so loved the world of men. If Jesus came for men, your purpose cannot be outside of men. When you understand this, you understand when the man of God will say that if it is good with God and it is good for humanity, go for it. Once your purpose is good with God, your purpose will always be good with God and it will be good for humanity. Today's devotional is one that you should pay attention to like your life depends on it because if you would live this life if you would live this life, if you would live this life, it is all that you require. The Bible says there are three main and important things. It said faith, hope, and love. He said, but the most important, the greatest of them all is love. Is love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love believes all things. Love believes the best of others. Love endures. You should go read 1 Corinthians chapter 13 in different translations. When I take classes, um, I, I often would take classes, um, maybe I'm dealing with um, the subject of relationship and marriage and then I'm talking to women or even men. And I often will say that you can, you can, you know, you say, how do I know that a man is for me or how do I know is that a woman is for me? How do I know that someone is God's will for me? You know, you can check through the lens of the Bible 
if you would use the lens of First Corinthians chapter 13, and I often will say in those classes, I say, you don't attract who you want, you attract who you are. So that means it begins with you. So the first person you need to analyze and check through the lenses of the first Corinthians and chapter 13 is you. Is your love kind? Is your love gracious? Does your love endure all things? Does your love believe all things? And also so that you don't fall into the hands of the wrong person in marriage. I've been a leader for many years and I've had many members get married through the years. Not all start out well and end well. I had a case of someone who was to get married and we started seeing some signs. And I said, brother, brother, look at this, look at this. He said, no, ma, I know her, I do this. I, you know, he said many things. I said, I said, I'm not saying you cannot marry, but you need to hold on. You need to check these things and you need to work on them first outside of the marriage. Because once you are in, you are in. And you know, we try to talk myself and the other um, leader that was involved, you know, there were two leaders involved in the, in the picture and he wasn't listening. The marriage held. In less than one month, he said he wanted out. I said, you cannot want out because this was what I was, we were trying to tell you, you cannot want out, not at this time. What am I trying to say? You can wade through the lenses of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. You can wade through the lenses of the word and know that you should be in this relationship and know that you can go into this marriage. Check out the person's love. I tell sisters, I said the person cannot just be kind to you. Same goes for you brothers. The person cannot just be kind to only you and, not, and unkind to all the others. Kindness is in nature, it doesn't select people. A man that is kind, a woman that is kind, is kind to everyone. Let us start our devotion for today. Today is Saturday, 29th of May, 2021. And the title is Inspire Love. If you're doing anything, if you can stop it and focus, follow me as we read this devotional. It's showing on the screen. Inspire love. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Hebrews 10 and verse 24. In Christianity, we provoke one another to love, to produce works of righteousness. We don't provoke to hate. We don't provoke to anger. We don't provoke to jealousy. We don't provoke to malice. Don't provoke someone else to become res resentful of another person. Always say and do things that promote love and peace. For you were created to love. Oh, I was created to love. I was created to love. Jesus said in John 13 and verse 34, a new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I loved you, as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Spread love. Spread love, spread love. When people try to instigate a dislike within you for someone else, know that is a wrong spirit walking through them and lovingly let them know that they are wrong. Don't entertain anything that will make you bitter on, or enraged towards someone else. Walk in love and inspire others to love. Jesus said, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. If ye have love one to another. 
John 13 and verse 35. God has given you his love and the ability to express it lavishly. Romans 5 and verse 5 says, the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. Let love show in your language. Let love show in your language. Let love reflect in your actions. Walking in love reveals the perfection of your spirit and of your person. Jesus said in Matthew 5 and verse 48, but ye therefore be ye therefore perfect, even as your, your father which is in heaven is perfect. But right before that he said, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be children of your father which is in heaven. Matthew 4, Matthew 5, 44 to 45. He wants you to love unconditionally, unconditionally like your heavenly father. Praise God. Praise God. You know, daily when we take the Pauline affirmation, we talk about the length, the depth, the breadth, and the height of God's love. It talks about how far God's love is willing to go for us. How deep is willing to go? You say, oh, I'm deep in my errors. The love will come so deep to reach you and bring you out. You say, no, I'm far. I'm far away from his love. I'm far away. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't know if, I'm, I, if God would ever forgive somebody like me. I don't know if God will still love me. I don't know if he still cares. I don't know all the mistakes. I don't know if he's proud of me. I don't know if I have disappointed him. The depth, the height the width, the length of God's love. He's willing to go any length. He's willing to climb any mountain to find you. It is the same love that we have received of the Father. He said, even while we were yet seen as Christ died for us. See, you need to have an understanding of the love of God. The other day I said, listen to the message, love dimensions. You need to understand the love of God. If while you were yet a sinner, he died for you. What mistake are you going to make now that you are a child of God, that we undo the death that he died for you while you were still a sinner? Stop beating yourself over your mistakes. And you see, one of the things I've realized about people, people that are um, so-called perfectionists who are too hard on themselves, they find it difficult to also accommodate the errors of other people because they treat other people the same way they treat themselves. Learn to, learn to be free, learn to, learn to enjoy your life, learn to be easy on you. Understand that in Christianity, when you get born again, it is your spirit that gets born again. Your mind needs training. You are 100% righteous, but there is a training of righteousness that you want to give yourself. And that you make mistake in the journey doesn't make you less righteous. And the best analysis I can use is that one of a child. You give birth to a child. Is a child to take the first step and then he falls and then refuse to walk. Because he feels like, oh, I will never walk. I will never be able to stand. No, 
The child understands that it's a learning process. So mommy tells him, baby, come, baby, come. The child takes the first step. Baby, come. The child takes the next step. And then one day that baby just walks. One day that baby's running. One day that baby's standing. One day that baby, it becomes an adult. That's how Christianity is. That you fall doesn't mean you will never stand. That you fall doesn't mean you will never walk. There is a training in righteousness. For instance, this thing that we do every day, it's one hour, but it's a, it's a whole package of training. The Bible says that first of all, it's a pray for the leaders and it's a pray for all men. And the first thing we do when we come here every morning, we are interceding for the nations. We're interceding for all men. We're interceding for people across the world. We're doing the word. We're training ourselves in righteousness. Then we listen to the word. One now we're reading the rhapsody. After now, we'll take the further study and the prayer. Then we'll read the one-year Bible reading plan. This journey started since 17th of January. Today is 29th of May. We haven't missed a day. We're reading the Bible every day. And in the next one year, by the time it's 16th of January next year, if you followed, if you joined us from the, from the 17th, we would have covered the whole Bible in one year. God loves you too much to give up on you. And if God is not giving up on you, don't give up on yourself. And I often say that to make a mistake and to feel so bad that you can't forgive yourself is a thing of pride. You are priding in your self-righteousness. You were not saved by your works. Don't try to stay saved by your works. When he says faith without works is dead, the work of faith itself is believing that you are who God says you are, that you have what God says you have, that you can do what God says you can do, and you are where God says you are. Where did he put you? He put you in a place called Christ. He brought you into him. You are in him. You are in him. And he is in you. Paul told Peter, he said, that which I have made unclean, you had no right to call it unclean. So I say unto you too, if God has made you clean, you have no right to think of yourself as unclean, to see yourself as unclean, even in your mistakes. He said, become before the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Yes, you have done wrong. All you need to say, Father, I receive forgiveness in the name of the Lord Jesus and move on with your life. Forgive yourself, forgive the people involved and enjoy your life. I'm gonna hand over at this moment to Sister Joy for the further study and the Rhapsody prayer. Thank you so much for your time, everyone. God bless you. Thank you so much, Ma, for administration. God loves me so, so much, hallelujah. I'm going to, good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world you're connecting from. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. So I'm going to be taking the further study, praise God. Reading from 1 Thessalonians 4, 9, it says, But as touching brotherly love, ye need not that I write unto you. For ye yourselves are taught of God to love one another. 
And we're also reading from 1 John 3, 16 to 18. It says, that hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso at this works good and seeth his brother have need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Praise God. Thank, um, right now, I'm going to be taking the, the prayers together. It's on the screen. You don't have to unmute your mic. Um, yeah. So you just repeat after me wherever you are. It says, I rejoice, righteous Father, for your life that is in my spirit, the life of God and righteousness, copiously expressed in my words and actions. I provoke others to love and inspire them to produce works of righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right now, I'm going to hand over to Brother Zia to take us through the New Testament reading. Thank you so much, everyone, for your time. Have a very relaxing Saturday ahead. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depends on what part of the world you're connecting from. Welcome to the Inspired by the World Times of Devotion. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this amazing platform. Today, we're going to be reading the New Testament one-year Bible reading plan, and we have been reading the message translation. Today, we're reading the book of John, chapter 14. And it's been a very interesting read. Praise God. So we're reading John chapter 14 from verse 15 to 31. The caption reads, the spirit of truth. If you love me, show it by doing what I've told you. I will talk to the father and he will provide you another friend so that you will always have someone with you. This friend is the spirit of truth. The godless world can't take him in because he doesn't have eyes to see him doesn't know what to look for but you know him already because he has been staying with you and will even be in you i will not leave you orphaned i'm coming back in just a little while the world will no longer see me but you are going to see me because i am alive and you are going to come alive at that moment, you will know absolutely that I'm in my father and you are in me and I am in you. The person who knows me, the person who knows my commandments and keeps them, that's who loves me. The person who knows my commandments and keeps them, that's who loves me. And the person who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and make myself plain to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said, Master, why is it that you are about to make yourself plain to us, but not to the world? Because a loveless world, say Jesus, is a sightless world. If anyone loves me, he will carefully keep my word, and my father will love him. We will move right into the neighborhood 
Not loving me means not keeping my words. Not loving me means not keeping my words. The message you are hearing isn't mine. It's the message of the Father who sent me. I'm telling you these things while I'm still living with you. The friend, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send at my request, will make everything plain to you. He will remind you of all the things I have told you. I'm leaving you well and hope. That's my parting gift to you. Peace. I don't leave you the way you are used to being left, feeling abandoned, breathed. So don't be upset. Don't be distraught. You have had me telling you, I am going away and I'm coming back. If you love me, you'll be glad that I'm on my way to the Father because the Father is the goal and the purpose of my life. I have told you this ahead of time, before it happens, so that when it does happen, the confirmation will deepen your belief in me. I'm not, I will not be talking with you much more like this because the chief of this godless world is about to attack. But don't worry, he has nothing on me no claim on me, but so the world might know how thoroughly I love the Father. I am carrying out my Father's instructions right down to the last details. Get up, let's go. It's time to leave here. And may the Lord bless the reading of his word in our hearts, in Jesus' name. We keep his commandments, meaning we love the Lord. Praise God. Right now, hand the God to Brother John, who will take us to the Old Testament Bible reading. Have a beautiful Saturday. God bless you all. Okay. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Thank you, Brother Duzir, for the New Testament reading. Um, now, we move over to the Old Testament. We have finished the book of Second Kings yesterday, and now we move to the book of First Chronicles, chapter one and two. So I'll be sharing my screen right now, and I would like to say a big thank you to the convener of this platform, esteemed Sister Maka, Rachel Maud. It's been a beautiful, beautiful week. I was sharing a testimony with the admin yesterday of how I was in a meeting with the pastor and he was sharing about David, Absalom, Adonijah and all that. I was just feeling happy and fly with myself because I could understand everything he was saying because of this reading, uh, this Old Testament reading that we do on a daily basis. Praise God. So today, First Chronicles 1 and 2, we... It's just all about the genealogy of Adam. We'll be looking at the story of from Adam to Abraham and even his descendants. So we'll see a lot of names, a lot of concubines. So just follow as we read. The caption, Israel's family tree. The trunk, number one, we have Adam, Seth, Enosh, Kenan, Mahalale, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, 
נועה, שם, חם, אנג'פת. And the Japheth, the Japheth branch. Japheth had, had Goma, Magog, Madai, Jevan, Tubal, Meshesh, and Cyrus. Goma had Ashkenaz, Rifath, and Sogama. Javan had Elish, Tashish, Kitim, and Rodanim. The Ham branch. Ham had Kush, Mizraim, Kuch and Kena. Kosh had Seba. Seba, Seba Habila. Sapta, Rama, and Sapteka. And Rama had Sheba and Dida. Kush, Kush had Nimrod. Nimrod, the first great hero on earth. Mizraim was ancestor to, to the Ludim, the Anamim, the Leba, Lehabim, the Naphtuhim, the Pathrozim, the Kashluhim, <laughs> and the Kaphtorim, from whom the Philistines descended. Canaan had Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, and was ancestor to the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Gejashites, the Hevites, the Akites, the Sinites, the Abadites, the Zamorites, and the Hamathites. The Shem branch, Shem had Elam, Ashur, Aphazad, Lod, Aram, Uz, Hul, Githa, and Meshech. Aphazad had Shelah, and Shelah had Eba. And Eba had two sons, Peleg, which means division, because in his time the earth was divided up. His brother was Joktan. Joktan had Almodad, Shelef, Azamaveth, Jerah, Adoram, Uzal, Dikla, Ibao, Abimel, Sheba, Ofer, Havila, and Joba, all sons of Joktan. The three main branches in summary. Shem, Aphazad, Shila, Iba, Peleg, Ru, Sarah, Nahor, Sarah, and Abraham, which also is Abraham. And Abraham had Isaac and Ishmael. The family of Abraham, Abraham's family tree developed along these lines. Ishmael had Nabor, Nabor his firstborn, then Kida. Abdil, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadar, Tema, Jeto, Nafish, and Kedema, the Ishmael branch. Keturah, Abraham's concubine, gave birth to Zimra, Zimran, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Then Joshan had Sheba and Dedan, and Midian had Epha, Hanok, Abida, and Elder. These made up the Keturah branch. Abraham had Isaac, and Isaac had Esau and Israel, which is, who is also Jacob. Esau had Levi, Eliphaz, 
Ruel, Jush, Jalam, and Korah. Eliphaz had Seman, Omer, Zepho, Gatam, Kinaz, Simna, and Amalek. Hmm. And Rui had Nehath, Nehath, Zerah, Shammah, and Miza. Seh then had Lotan, Shoba, Zibion, and Na, Dishon, Hiza, and Dishan. Lotan had Ori, Homam, Timna was Lotan's sister. Shoba had Elian, Manahath, Ebal, Shephor, and Ona. Zibion had Aya and Anna. Anna had Dishon. Dishon had Hemdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Kira. Iza had Bilhan, Zavan, and Akan. And Dishon had Uz and Aran. Now, the Edomite king lists. A list of the kings who ruled in the country of Edom before Israel had a king. Bela, son of Beor, his city was Din Habar. Bela died. Jobab, son of Zerah from Bozrah, was the next king. Jobab died. Husham, from the country of Temanites, was the next king. Husham died. Hadad, son of Beda, who defeated Midian in the country of Moab. Was the next king. His city was Avi. Hadad died. Samla from Masrika Mas, Mas was the next king. Samla died. Shaul from Rehoboth by the river was the next king. Shaul died. Baal Hanan, son of Akbor, was the next king. Baal Hanan died. Hadad was the next king. His city was Pau, and his wife was Mehitabel, daughter of Matre, the daughter of Mezaha. Last of all, Hadad died. The chieftains of Edom after that were Chief Timna, Chief Alva, Chief Jetheth, Jetheth, Chief Oholibama, Chief Ila, Chief Pinon, Chief Kinas, Chief Teman, Chief Mibza, Chief Magdiel, and Chief Iram. Iram. These were the chieftains of Edom. Wow, praise God. Now move over to chapter 2. Caption, the family of Israel, Jacob. Israel's, that is Jacob's sons, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulon, Dan, Joseph, Benjamin, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. Judah had Er, Onan, and Shelah. Their mother was Bashua, the Canaanite. Er, Judah's firstborn, was so bad before God that God killed him. Judah also had Perez and Zerah by his daughter-in-law, Tamar, a total of five sons. Perez had Hezron and Hamud. Zerah had Zimri, Ethan, Heman, Kaokol, and Dada, five sons. Kami had Acha, who brought doom on Israel when he violated the holy ban. Ethan's son was Azariah and Hezron. Had Jeremiah, Ram, and Chelubah. Ram had Abinadab, and Abinadab had Nashon, a prominent leader in the Judah family. Nashon had Salmon, and Salmon had Boaz. Boaz had Obed, and Obed had Jesse. Jesse's firstborn was Eliab, followed by Abinadab, Shimei, Nathanael, Radai, Ozem, and finally David. David was the seventh. Their sisters were 
Sarah and Abigail. Sarah gave birth to three sons, Abishai, Joab, and Asahel. <clears throat> Abigail was the mother of Amasim. The father was Jephthah, the Ishmaelite. The family of Caleb. Caleb's son of Hezron had children by his wife, Azubah, and also by Jerioth. Azubah's sons were Jesha, Shoba, and Adon. After Azubah died, Caleb married Ephraim, who gave birth to Hor. Hor had Uri, and Uri had Bezalel. Some time later, Hezron married the daughter of Maker, the father of Gilead. He was 60 years old when he married her. She gave birth to Shegob, Segob. Then Segob had Jer, who owned 23 cities in the land of Gilead. Jeshur and Aram captured the nomadic villages of Jer and Kenan and their satellite settlements, 60 towns. These all belonged to Maker, the father of Gilead. After the death of Israel, Caleb married Ephrathah, the wife of his father, Israel. She then gave birth to Ashur, the father of Tequa. The family of Jer Jeremiah. The sons of Jeremiah, Israel's firstborn, Ram, his firstborn, followed by Buna, Oren, Ozem, and Ahijah. Jeremiah had another wife whose name was Atara. She gave birth to Onam. Sons of Ram, Jeremiah's firstborn, Maz, Jamin, Jamin, and Ika, the sons of Onam, Shammai, and Jeda, the sons of Shammai, Nadab, Abishor. Abishor's wife was Abihel. She gave birth to Abam and Molid. Nadab had Seled and Apaim. Seled died, leaving no sons. Apaim had Ishi. Ishi had Sheshan, and Sheshan had Allah. Jeda, Shammai's brother, had Jetha and Jonathan. Jetha died, leaving no son. Jonathan had Peleth and Zaza. This is the family tree of the sons of Jeremiah. Sheshan had no sons, only daughters. But Sheshan had an Egyptian servant, Jarrah. Sheshan married his daughter to Jarrah, and she gave birth to Atai. Atai had Nathan. Nathan had Zabad. Zabad had Ifla. Ifla had Obed. Obed had Jehu. Jehu had Azariah. Azariah had Elez. Elez had Elias. Elias had Simai. Simai had Shalom. Shalom had Jekamiah. And Jekamiah had Elishama. Jeremiah's brother, Caleb, had a son. His firstborn named Mesha. Mesha had Ziph. Ziph's son was Marisha, the father of Hebron. Sons of Hebron. Korah, Tapuah, Rekem, and Shema. Shema had Raham, the father of Jokiam. Rekem had Shammai. Shammai's son was Moan, and Moan was the father of Beth Zor. Caleb's concubine, Ifa, gave birth to Haran, Moza, and Gazez. Haran had Gazez. Okay. The sons of Jadai, Regem, Jotam, Gesham, Pilates, Ifa, and Shaf, another concubine of Kileb, Makah, gave birth to Sheba and Terana. She also bore Shaf, the father of Mad, Mana, and Shiva, the father of Makbena and Gibeah. Kileb's daughter was Aksa. This made up the Kileb branch of the family tree. The sons of Hor, Ephrathah's firstborn, Shobal, who had Kiriath 
Jairin, Sama, who had Bethlehem, and Haref, father of Beth Gada, the family of Choba, father of Kiria Jerim, Harur, half of the population of Manahath, the families of Kiriat Jerim, the Ish, the Ithrites, the Puthites, the Shumathites, and the, Mishra, the Mishrites, the Zorathites, and the Eshtoalites also came from this land. The sons of Salman, Bethlehem, the Netophatites, Athroth, Beth, Joab, half of the Manahatites, the Zorites, and the families of Sophrim, who lived at Jabez, the Tarathites, the Shemiathites, and the Sukathites. They made up the Kenites who came from Hamath, the father of the house of Rekath. Oh boy. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. And I hand over to you, Brother Matthews, to go through the affirmation and the communion. Thank you very much, everyone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, we can hear you. We can hear you. Okay, thank you very much. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to your CM Sister Marka for this great opportunity to take us through this affirmation segment of this of the meeting. Okay, the affirmation is on the screen. So the affirmation by taking our names. My name is you say your name, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, your name first, my love abounds more and more knowledge and knowledge. At this point, I will kindly ask you to unmute your mics as we take our position and count for three. One, two, three. My name is Mark. I have the spirit of Thank 
the divine life of God is operational in every fiber of my being. I am born of his infallible world. I don't get sick. I don't get sick. I don't get sick. For I live the life Jesus brought to me. A life consistent with divine health. I don't get sick. I don't get sick. Hallelujah. Go ahead and take the cup. Oh, Shaka Oh, thank you so much, Esteem Sister Maka, for this great opportunity. Thank you, everyone. Surely, you have testimonies by the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. At this point, I'll hand over to the Esteem Sister Maka to take us through the remaining parts of the meeting. Thank you, everyone. Have a most wonderful day. Thank you so much, Brother Martins, Brother John, Brother Dozi, Sister Joy, and Esteem Pastor Debbie. Thank you for the different sessions of the meeting that you've all hosted. And um, thank you for blessing us with words and with the investments of your spirit. Praise God. In rounding off today, um, remember that um, Rhapsody is not something that you just do once off and go away. I think that today's devotional article is something that we should all go over again. Um, in the last days, there's a lot of deception within the church, you know, um, and let me explain. Um, of the Bible says in this last days, it says many shall fall away. But he also said that in this last days, there will be a great influx of souls into the kingdom. And those, those who fall away in this last days, one of the tools that have been used is a tool of deception. Deception where you are deceived into a particular direction without realizing it. And today the Bible tells us to, the, the devotional article tells us to inspire love, to love and to inspire love in one another. Be, be, be careful that, um, uh, you know, a lot of us here are leaders, I'm aware, because I know most of you, and I know that you lead people. Be careful that you don't instigate um, hatred for somebody else um, in another person. And see, when you lead in your team, people are different. You know, everybody's not going to get it all at once. Maybe you have this person who gets it at every point in time, who just does it right. There are others who you may need to be patient and it will take time. You see, when you begin to report one leader to another and instigate that person against the other person, soon you will have a divided team. Soon you will have a camp where some people are on one side, the others are on the other side. And what does the Bible say about a divided house? It says a divided house shall not stand. So you find that you are going to raise a generation of people who hate themselves and who despise themselves. Do not allow the devil use you for that. No matter how upset you are, no matter how angry you are, ensure that your communication is a communication of love. Oh, yes, I know that there will be people amongst us, you know, who would um, rise up to um, act, act on becoming and all of that. But in spite of that, walk in love walk in love. And that's what today's devotional is telling us. In spite of our differences, in spite of our misunderstanding, it's not a problem to have a misunderstanding. A misunderstanding does not bring the end of all the relationships that you've had in your life or the relationship that you have with people. 
that God brought into your life into a season. And see, when you also move into a new season of your life, you know, remember where you are coming from. Do not despise those who, you know, at some point God used to help you, God used to bless you because you feel like, oh, I've moved on into a new level. I don't need them anymore. No, don't do that. Love, love, remember, be humble. Remember where you're coming from. Remember that where you are today, God brought you there. And remember that it will take humility to get you to the next level because the Bible says God resisted the proud but gives more grace to the humble. Whatever you do, inspire love today. Yes, they may annoy you. Yes, they may they may despise you. No matter what they do to you, fight to stay in love. It's a fight of faith. Your love work must be a fight that you should fight for. Fight. See, because hatred is hatred. It's not about the person. Once you allow hatred in your heart, destruction has started. It will destroy everything good in you. Don't allow hatred. Don't give it. You know, sometimes people do things that really, really hurt you. Do you know that I sit down sometimes when I'm in that phase of my life? I'm, I, I like to be honest with myself. When I'm in a space I don't want to be in, the question I ask myself is, how can I get out of here? And I begin to take the necessary step. One of it is in affirming the word. There are times when I will sit down and I will say, Father, um, Thank you, Father. Your love is shared abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. Your love is shared abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. I only have accommodation for love. Hate has no place in me. I love. I love in spite of. I love irrespective of. And I begin to call the names of the people who may have hurt me, who, you know, there's a tendency to want to despise them. There's a tendency to want to hate them. No, I begin to call their name and say, I love you. I love you in spite of. I love you irrespective of. You know, I begin to say it again and again. What am I doing? I'm fighting my fight of faith. The fight of faith is insisting that the transient temporary conditions and circumstances of life would bend, would, would yield to your stubborn faith proclamations. It will be not by experience, but by what you have said and you are confessing the word, your world will align. So brothers and sisters, inspire love. I know there are people here who have been hurt, but you can forgive because God could forgive every wrong we have ever done past, present, and future. And the Bible says we were made in his image. He said being born after the incorruptible word of God that liveth and abideth forever. So you have the ability to forgive. And trust me, you also have the ability to forget. And you can say it. Lord, I forget everything that I should forget. I forget the hearts. I forget the betrayers. I forget. I say it. This is my fight of faith. I'm, I'm sharing with you so that you can do the same because you need a heart of love and a heart that is free so that you can enjoy your life in Christ. See, people don't matter to the point where they hold you in bondage. I was talking to somebody the other day and like, ah, how are you able to love people in spite of all that we all know they have done to you? I said, I said, they don't matter in my journey. They don't matter in me fulfilling purpose in life. They don't matter in where I'm going to. When I stand before God, they won't count in my account. I will count how I lived, how I, I thought, how I walked is what will count. So I would rather face my race and enjoy the love of God and let him live through me. And I'll end with this. In the message Christ's purpose for you, Pastor said that through success is the revelation and the expression of Christ through your life. In anything that you decide to do today and always, ask yourself, is Christ being revealed through me? through this action? Is Christ being reflected to my word through these actions? If Christ is not going to be reflected, if Christ is not going to be revealed, then drop it and move on. Thank you so much, everyone, for your time. Have a beautiful day and stay in the environment of the word. Christ is a place. Stay in Christ. Don't go out. 
stay in Christ and enjoy your life. Spread love, put smiles on people's face. Even today, do something for that colleague, for that cousin, for that mother, for anybody around you that will put a smile on their face and they'll will, they will be happy that they have you in their space. At this point, I'll call on all of us to unmute as we share the benediction. We'll, we'll be here again tomorrow by 6 a.m. GMT plus one. If you're not on the Telegram group, please, the link is on the chat. Use it to join. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit is with us now and evermore. Amen. And surely, God's goodness and blessings all the days of our lives. We dwell in the house of God forever and ever. Amen. Have a great day, everyone. God bless you. Love you, Bye.